Before we start the show this week, I want to thank our sponsors at SeatGeek. Anthony and I love this app. Behind MLB at Bat, it's probably the most used app on my phone. I, I go to 50 plus ball games every summer and almost every ticket I buy is through the SeatGeek app. I've been using it long before they started sponsoring us. Uh, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically a ticket aggregator for the secondary market. It ranks via a color-coded system which seats have the best value across multiple ticket brokers. You can get views from the seats and you can compare prices. So like if someone is selling their ticket for 100 bucks in row five, you can see if someone from a different site is selling their seat for, I don't know, 90 bucks in row four. Even if I'm not going to a game, honestly, I'll sometimes just pop open the app and check it out just so I can see what ticket prices are going for across the country. Just trust me on this one. Download the app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Use the code clubhouse and receive a $20 rebate on your first ticket purchase. Our show is always going to be free for you guys. We really would just appreciate it if you could support our sponsors a little bit. And it's just going to make your lives easier. On to the show. This week in the clubhouse, Anthony and I are joined once again by comedian, podcaster, and friend of the show, Jimmy Pardo. We also recorded an episode of Jimmy's brilliant podcast, Never Not Funny. So please head on over to podcast.com or earwolf.com to check out that episode. On to the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. I'm Anish Chain, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. I sure am. He is back again because we just cannot get enough of him. You know him from his award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, his three fantastic comedy albums, Uno, Pompous Clown, and Sprezzatura. But as always, on our show, his only credit that we care about is that he is a fan of the Chicago White Sox. Joining us in the clubhouse today, Jimmy Pardo! Does that upset you or are you happy about that? I think it was lengthy. Don't you think it was lengthy? <laughs> I extended that one. You That's the longest one I've done. Do they do they introduce any batter at, with that kind of length to it? No. That doesn't seem baseball. He seems more uh, pro wrestling. Yeah, I don't know why. In the middle of that, I was like, I'm gonna hang out. I'm gonna hang on to this for a little bit. That was very nice. I enjoyed hearing it. <laughs> Let me ask you a couple of questions uh, before we start uh, and get into this. Uh, am I? Uh, is it my? This is my third appearance. This on is the your program. third appearance by this, far. By far the most. Okay, that's and. And less educated about the game, at least educated about the game. Can we agree on that? Like, there's guy people that know more about the game of baseball than me. So three seems like a lot. That is accurate. I think not the not the least educated. Not the least educated. No, we've definitely had people on that have known a lot less than you about baseball. Okay, one hundred percent. But your passion for the sport is what we love. Your even. I think I'm even beat there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, proops probably. Well, but Proops is a savant. Proops is a savant. Greg Proops is a crazy person. I love him. Yeah, he's, but you know what? Savant is different than passion. I, I think I have more of a passion for the game than Greg. Ooh. Do you want to tell him that face-to-face? Yeah. Mano, 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 mano. I will quote myself. I'll tell it right to his ascot. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, uh, I said that in an interview once, and then I had to immediately write an email to him apologizing if it, if it read wrong in, the, in print. Of course. Because they asked me, who, uh, what other podcaster would I most like to joust? And I said, Greg Proops, because I think there's a good chance I could stab him right in the ass. And I wanted to make sure it came off fun and light sure. as opposed to... But Greg knows. Greg does his puts on airs. He does his little character. And, uh, I've been friends with Greg forever. Yeah, yes. no, sorry, right. but I mean, he's I, a I, Giants fan. He is yes. a massive, crazy Giants fan. He's also a uh, big uh, scholar of the Negro Leagues. Like he knows more about the Negro Leagues than I think uh, Satchel Page. Yeah, he knows a lot about Satchel Page, and and uh, I actually I took him to a ball game this summer, and for it was basically just three hours of. Me sitting there like a kindergartner. That had to be to killing him. you. That had to be killing you, brother. Right? I went nine innings. I didn't say a word in nine innings. <laughs> that is not true. Oh, it's true. I, oh, you're right. I said, hello. <laughs> There's the one. And then it's time. It's nine innings of uh, Mon- Monisha Logs. What, what I recall from that game where you and I went to a game together, one, your failed attempt at, at not, it's not, you know what, to be fair, this was not your fault. I blame the Anaheim staff. I believe you used the gag, uh, hi, this is, me, uh, this is my, uh, my nephew, Manish. Uh, for every usher and every vendor, you tried the, this is my nephew, Manish, and not a thing. I laughed every time, oh, and not a thing. I do that with, no matter, if I was with Anthony and we were at the game, I would go, I'll take a hot dog and whatever my nephew wants. Right. It never gets response. <laughs> but I, it, it doesn't get response. I've been doing that joke since high school. That's true. Do you do it with a woman? Would you say call her your my, nephew? I, you know what? I, I might call her my niece, but at the same time, that comes off a little, I think that comes yeah, off sexist. That is a little bit weird. Right. Well, what if you said nephew? Then it's, well, that's, that would be, be, be very complicated. All the, yeah. In these transgender yes. times, it yes. could be very, very complicated. <laughs> true. Well, the whole yeah. nephew gimmick, obviously, with me, I just assume, because the brownness of my 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 cocoa brown skin, oh my goodness, my phone isn't off. I yelled at you guys to have your phone off, you and mine isn't off. Um, but yeah, so I figured that was part of the gag. But No, I should tell you, it had very little to do with you. <laughs> you All were, right, fine, you so I didn't even need to be there. The <laughs> there was that, and then there was the, the discussion that you and I got uh, on the uh, netting in baseball. And, and my annoyance with it and your kind of ambivalence towards netting in baseball. I'm not 100% against it, yet I can understand if somebody is. I'm not going to, I don't have, I really don't have a dog in this fight. There was at least once I've seen where directly behind home plate with a short, you know, uh, area behind home plate where the ball was fouled directly into the netting and still hit someone square in the face. Really? Yeah. We got to tighten up that net. I know. <laughs> so it sounds like to me. But I mean, like somebody was really walloped by it. Wow. Even behind the netting. Yeah. Wow. And you always sit close, right? Because yeah, Broadway uh, I like fame s- brings you close seats. Well, it's not necessarily Broadway fame. It's it's uh, seat geek. Honestly, like we oh, find right. good seats. But I like to sit on the on the baselines. But I have also sat behind home plate, and I do like that sometimes. But I like to see. I like to be on the baselines because I feel like you can really see the plays develop that much more. Although behind the I home behind home plate is where you can see the pitching. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't really tell from the sides if it's you know, in or out or, you know, where the pitch is. Although the entire stadium thinks they do, right? Exactly. I love the guy in left field. Come on! (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you got a better angle than uh, the guy in blue. Well, that's what he does. I have a question about this, and I'm interrupting. No, no, go ahead. You're the two guys I've been waiting to ask this about, because I I have a lot of opinions on uh, instant replay. Uh Yeah. A lot of them. I want to talk about it. Are we allowed to talk about this? Absolutely. I'm not taking a 100%. uh, Would you be adverse would you be against them going? Isn't it others? I don't know. I don't have a good master of the language. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Greg Proops. You want to make me look the fool immediately? What did I say? Adverse. Adverse. I threw a D in there for no yeah. reason whatsoever. Right. You're, you're not wrong. I'm, again, I'm from the south side of Chicago. I'm not smart. Um, would you be against 
them making instant, uh, not instant replay, but uh, letting computers call balls and strikes. Robot umps. Here Robot we go. Umps. Now hear me out. Uh-huh. Robot umps for just behind the plate. Uh, wait, what's my thought? I, I had a lot of thoughts on this last night. <laughs> uh, let it be robot ump for behind the plate, but get away with instant replay, uh, for close play at first. Get rid of instant replay for that. No. The bang, get rid of the bang, bang. Let the, let there be human error for the bang, bang. But the, because as a fan, Anthony, and I, I'll hear you out. As a fan, you go, yeah. oh, wait, we're going to pause down. And now you don't know what to do. For 45 seconds to two minutes okay. about your emotions. On, and then when they go, oh, no, he was out. Oh. I'm well, going to jump in on this. I excited for no reason. I'm going to jump in this. First, first, we're going to start with the replay. I am. Sorry, when I said robot arms, I, I, probably, I know I convoluted two different That's ideas. okay. Those are no, very no, no, different. no. Those are very they are very different. different. So we're going to start Don't with this. And we'll discuss them both. We're going to start with the instant replay. I am, as has been discussed on this show, 100% against replay of any kind And even with baseball. the home run that you're not sure if it bounces over. Maybe with that, but here's the way that I think for instant replay, this is the only way I see it happening. All right, here we go. The play happens, boom, the play is over. You have 30 seconds tops to decide whether or not you're going to replay this, or 15 to 30 seconds basically to realize, all right, I want to challenge that. As soon as the uh, uh, headphones go on the umpire, they also have 15 to 30 seconds. If after the 15 to 30 seconds, you can't figure out whether it was, you know, a home run or not. Play stands. Play stands, stands because it was too close to call on the field and let's go. Because I have been to games where there's three, four, five minute delays. And what are you doing? First of all, the game's already, for most people, too long as it is. Not for me, but I get it for most people. Some of these playoff the games. The playoff games are unnecessarily bananas. long. I mean, it was. But when you had Pedro Baez pitching for the Dodgers and taking. I was at a game. 45 when seconds. When it comes on 8-2. Eight, eight is that, was that the yeah. score of the yeah. game? I was at game five. I'm, no, it would it would have been game, uh, three, wait, one, two, three, three, four, I think. four five. Yeah. What because they won the whole series in six games. So anyway, it might have been it, game, it five. Was yeah, game five. It was the game five. It was the one yeah. before they went back. Yeah, to that's Brooklyn. right. Yes, and it was four and a half hours. Yeah, and I would I would have played four of those hours on Pedro Baez. Yes, yeah, it well, was awful. Yeah, he's crazy. And they, I was there, and it should be, and it should be playoff baseball excitement, and it was like. It felt like a slog. It felt yeah. like a middle of July hot game with two non-contenders. So yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, what you're saying is exactly kind of, you're articulating it better than I ever have, where, look, we are, this is a I game. Am. You are. This is, I'm going to explain why. Cause I this said is, adverse. I know. I but I, word wrong. Well, because I get yelled at all the time because I am a 95-year-old curmudgeonly old man who doesn't like a lot of change in the game because I do believe that the game has gotten it relatively right, uh, you know, for the last hundred years. But I think that, when it comes to any type of – the argument on the other side is, boy, you want to get it right. You don't, don't you want to get it right? You always want to get the right call on the field. And for me, baseball is absolutely a game of human error. I've interviewed umpires. I've interviewed players. And a lot of them – not all of them, but a lot of them agree that sometimes the calls goes for you. Sometimes the calls go against you. It's kind of a part of the game. And the excitement in a stadium, you want to keep that momentum going. You want to keep – it's we're watching entertainment. We're watching a game. We're watching a TV show. Which is why I add into the mix the idea of the robot umpire behind the plate – because if you want, if, if the if, if the thought is let's get it right, yeah, that's the part that should really be right. So if that's the argument that people have, I agree with you. If if you want quote unquote to be right, then you should be for robot umpires. You should be for robot everything as far as that's concerned. I am not. I, I don't want robot everything. I want robot ball and strike, and maybe the home run. But the the you know guy sliding into second and <laughs> oh what, oh maybe the tassel from the you know the piece <laughs> of leather may have remember that play? It was just two days yeah. games ago. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
Really? Yeah. It, we, we, he's out. We yeah. see that he's out. It's great, great. The guy called it, and let's. Why are we playing games here? <laughs> well, and it's also just because it's it's. Cause I know they tried it with Quest Tech, whatever it was, fifteen years ago with the robot umps. You know, a while ago, well, they did try to well, do the technology some, is so much better. The technology, uh, it's better, but it's still every TBS, Fox, MLB Network, every network that has one of their K Zone or whatever, they're all different. They're all different. When you look at the at bat on your phone and you see where the quote unquote ball landed on the thing. And you look on the TV, it's not the same. It looks different. And I've I've watched games with umpires, and they've said, oh, yeah, no, that's clearly a ball on TV, but on the box it's saying that it's a strike. It's not accurate yet. So maybe if they get it accurate in five, ten years, I'm willing to, to, to talk about it. But now everybody's an expert on balls and strikes on TV because they've got that nonsense K-zone, and the K-zone is inaccurate. It just is. There's a at least one umpire I, I saw quoted, though, that's saying that, they're, that they would – be happy in some ways to have balls yes. and strikes be robot because that would let allow them even the home plate umpire to then concentrate on other aspects of the game and free them up from there that. is that yeah. and there and I, I've heard that as well so I just I I don't know Think part of how quick that would be like if you put a, if you put some lights out in center field and one you know it's a green for uh, yeah striker and red for ball or whatever you would do right it, it lights up ball like it's that it's that fast. It, I agree. Well, I mean, I think uh, there was a real sports segment on this relatively recently, and uh, Eric. And unfortunately, I can't remember the ump they used to speak on what we'll just call my side of the argument. He was, was just, it Joe West? It was not, or Angel Hunter. It was a retired ump, and he just he couldn't have been more of a just stodgy old. You can't change the game. You're never going to change the game. Like he just he said the the complete. Like, he was like a caricature of an old man who's not willing to change at all. So they kind of had a straw man on the other side of the argument, and that Eric Burns. On, on the robot side. And I don't know, what are your feelings on, on Eric Burns, the, the manic uh, uh, MLB network analyst? What are your feelings on Eric Burns? Uh, <laughs> pivot much? What do you think about that? Yeah, you like that? You like that uh, I think he, style pivot? Uh, I, I like his energy, but I think he's a little bit overbearing. I, I'm sure he's a nice man. Yeah. He probably is a nice man. Yeah, no, I'm sure he's very sweet and he's very nice and he's very kind, but oh boy. I'll kick say it down this. Like on my podcast, notches. I would give uh, my opinion on this. <laughs> on your show, I will be uh, diplomatic. Um, I find him, he, he, uh, I actually asked, I had the pleasure of talking to Bob Costas once, mm -hmm. and I, I'll just say this one. I said, I, go, I, go, I said, uh, he was talking about how much he likes Harold Reynolds. He thinks Harold Reynolds yeah. is a uh, uh, expert at the game and a professor of the game. None of these words are what he said. <laughs> he, <laughs> he thought he liked uh, he he spoke highly of Harold Reynolds and then I brought up uh, Kevin Millar was also doing uh, uh, a radio show at the time and uh, I asked him what he thought about him and he goes oh I don't really know him and I said and let me ask you this do you just want to punch Eric Burns in the face <laughs> and Bob did not answer but his eyes told me the answer yeah because we were you know we were filming yeah. something yeah. and uh, He's a child. I mean, he's he's got that childlike energy, but he's so, a grown man, and so it's it's a lot. It, I agree. You know what you got the gig, brother. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Slow down. I, I I agree with that. And what I don't, and he's also a part of, and we've talked about this a lot on the show. Where I'm not, when it comes to the robot arms or the sabermetrics or all the things that people want to, you know, adapt and change and modernize the game. I admit that I'm probably more on the the slower side of it, the traditional side of it, the I don't want to change things, but I'm not a complete, you know, I'm willing to to discuss some changes here and there. For folks like him, Brian Kenny, Bill James, et cetera, that kind of side of it, they are very, very extreme and they kind of belittle and bemoan anybody who disagrees with them. So on this real sports thing, 
Eric Burns did do like a light system. So he they took over a minor league game and he was the umpire. And he had it was someone in the scorers booth or scorers table that had the technology there and they were calling balls and strikes. He would get it in uh, a little. He had a, he wore an earpiece oh, and there I was see. a light. So that's the way they did it. And he said, you know, this is the way. And he claims that all of the players and coaches afterwards, they were, his narrative was, oh, they hated me at the beginning, but they loved me at the end. They said this was the best game they ever played. Was like, mm. I'm hearing it from you, not from them. It'd be mm. kind of nice to hear it from them directly to hear how they, they felt about it. But I like human error in baseball because once again, sometimes it goes for you and sometimes it goes against you. Yeah, but you. The, I mean, I think about the, the ones that are so egregious and if they're in the playoffs, like years ago when that, that ball down the left field line the hit, by, hit by Joe Maurer was five feet and inside I, the line and with the with the extra umpire out there and okay. they got it wrong. Right. And can I and tell that you- absolutely would have changed the course of that game. And can no I, question. Okay, and, and this is what I love about, that's my favorite example ever because I remember after the game, Joe, I'm telling you what, Joe Torrey, not Joe Torrey, uh, 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 oh my God, uh, uh, Girardi, uh, after the game, the manager of the Yankees, because that play went for the Yankees, the game, his reaction was, eh, you know what? Sometimes the plays go for you. Sometimes they well, go against you. for him. Exactly. Yeah, oh, Hold on. Wait for it. And then two years later, however many years later, it was Yankees-Tigers in the playoffs. And I believe it was Peralta uh, who hit a, a double. Jahani. Jahani. Jahani Peralta. Uh, he hit a double. And uh, he is pulled off a second base, and the ball, the uh, the relay throw came in behind him. Clearly tagged him out, but they called him safe on the field. And this is pre replay, and uh, that changed the course of a Tigers Yankees playoff game. They ended up winning that game and sweeping the uh, the Yankees out of the playoffs. And after the game, Girardi is throwing a temper tantrum about this is ridiculous. This is the playoffs. You can't get this. You know, blah 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 blah. And Leland on the other side was just like, eh, it happens. You know, sometimes it goes for you. Sometimes but you're it goes. making your own. You're making no, that I'm point for me, Manish. I think, I think you are. I don't you're, think so. I'm you thinking are. his point. I'm Both thinking people were saying it goes this way when they got the call. Exactly. And what, what I'm trying. That's my point. Is that sometimes it goes for you. Sometimes it goes against you. No, I get but, angry when it goes against me, and I'm happy when it goes for me. I like it when it goes no, for me. But if you have have replay and you know that it's right if it goes against you you're you accept the, the the reality otherwise you're just left always just mad at the universe <laughs> no because when it goes for you you're happy with no, the universe i'm happy that it got right that it's right it's period you it's like truly. instant replay across the board absolutely even at a bang bang play at first yes. base Yes. Really? Yes. It slows the game. I don't down care about so slowing the what game about down. The, what about the hit? Yeah, was it yesterday or was it uh, Saturday? The uh, hit that uh, 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 Joe West had to get out of the way. Him and his uh, jowls had to move uh, <laughs> to get out of the way. The uh, foul ball. The it, it was. Was it a foul ball? It looked and it didn't even get. It didn't even get replayed. But it, it looked, looked like it crossed the base to it, me. To, it was. It looked like I'd well, you aren't allowed to review things before the first base side, the first third base line. Any any balls before, like foul balls and whatnot before that, you're not allowed to to replay. So there are also there's but there's, if it went over the base, could you? Because they did they they waited the amount of time. I thought it was supposed to go somebody. like over the half of the base. No, no, no. If it goes over any of the bases, it doesn't matter. You're I thought it looked like it base. grabbed a little bit of it. It did. It's hard. And one yeah. could argue that way. Like, yeah. and here we way, go. There's no way they would have called that. But it was one where it would be inconclusive. But you would have wasted four minutes there of our time. Because here's because I still feel that you are still getting some of these wrong. There are times when you get the. I mean, the the uh, was it Aegon or who was it that that slid in safe uh, against the Cubs in the NLCS and was clearly safe. I mean, clearly safe. His 
fingers touched the plate and the 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 glove was not even anywhere near his chest and they call and they still called him out and so you're they're still getting these things wrong so which, i didn't get to see that replay because i was on stage Right. So I didn't get to actually No, I think I even texted you. I think I texted you like yeah. you guys just got away with a monster. Like that was and that absolute cuz it was it would have been men on first and third, one nothing Dodgers. Uh I mean still two outs, but still that would have it would have been, you know, that would have changed the course of that game and who knows what would have happened. I mean, the Cubs ended up scoring a boatload to run anyways, but you never know. Like that that an early run from the Dodgers changes the mindset of the Cubs pitching staff. So I don't know, I feel like you're still getting it wrong. And so if you're still going to get it wrong, then I would rather not stop for 4 or 5 minutes and just continue the momentum of this game and I've been to way too many baseball games now in the last couple years that I'm just sitting there in the stands and yeah after I get so amped up and now I'm just <sighs> you, you feel uh, deflated yeah or even yesterday with the with, when it was the the double play but a bang bang at first I, I think it was a double play it was it was on Saturday the the, the uh, Javi Baez the Javi Baez double play where they called him safe and then they called him out no the one uh, yesterday where uh, they didn't... Uh, Rizzo's foot was off the bag? Rizzo's foot was off the bag, but yeah. it's... But they yeah. didn't challenge because it was early. The, is that why? It yeah, was, it was yeah early. they didn't challenge because it was an early inning. And uh, and I thought, you know, you you can't waste a challenge on a really, really close thing. I wouldn't have wasted a challenge there. It, uh, I, I think they shouldn't have. Exactly. But, so they didn't challenge. That's what I mean. I like I love the challenge, too, because there is some strategy involved in terms of this, that, that you have to play your card, you know, that it's not like just willy-nilly. I just said willy nilly. I heard by it. The way. Um, you know, I love I, I love tennis and baseball. Those are my two sports. And when they instituted challenge in tennis too, it made a huge difference to me in that sport. But they do do it faster. It's much faster. Yes. But it makes a huge difference. I, mean, I will and, be f- and it's also the players have to choose again. They only get a certain number of challenges, and they have to get it right, or they lose their challenge. All of these aspects, I think that they're 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 good. I I just I will go down with the with the ship burning. Listen, you are probably right here, with, and I you guarantee know, you, screaming about this. There are people listening to this podcast right now, screaming at me at the top of the lungs that I'm an idiot and that I don't know what I'm talking about and and what have you. And maybe they're right, but I guess where I land on it is if it happened, give. 60 seconds. You have 60 seconds to make sure. a decision. Yeah, maybe you can make some and, changes. And yeah, that's maybe. all yeah, I'm sure. asking. What is was just, it initially? Wasn't it initially uh, just home runs? Like when they uh, when they brought, Yeah, that was the first thing. Yeah. That fair, was it. Fair or foul. Like for, fair or foul. Like, or in, in play or out of play. You know, yes. For, and like one season Barrier, had that yeah. before they yes. went to this system, correct? Yes. I also, um, I mean, w- if we talk about the clock stuff in baseball anyway, there pitching. are already lots of rules that are on the books anyway that are never enforced. Yeah, the pitching clock, clock is ridiculous. They need to, because I don't, because I, I never want to see a physical clock in baseball, but there is a 30 second clock that the umpires are supposed to keep in their heads. And if you go over 31, you know, 30 seconds, it's an automatic yeah, ball. But if, you, if you have a, if you have like a, a hard pitching clock, then base stealers will just. That's why I don't I mean, want, it, it, that's why I don't want a hard pitching clock. Like what, you got to find some way, but. I mean, a base dealer could then just count down and then know when the pitcher's going to go. Right and, I mean, look, the, the bottom line is that the reason the playoff games are 900 hours long is because of TV breaks and because of national anthems and because of seventh inning stretches and because of all the pomp and circumstances. Stand up that, for cancer. That, yeah, stand up for cancer because the, the there's just so much pomp and circumstance around everything. Uh, regular season games are, are – I mean, here's the thing. Why do you think that they want games shorter? It's for a casual fan, right? I was just for a casual fan. Yeah. Do you think a casual fan is going to watch a baseball game that's two hours versus three hours? They don't care. Two hours, three hours is oh, not. I think they care. Really? Yeah, I think, Do you think two, a casual two to three fan... hours is a big difference. 
on a random July or you know whatever a, a Padres Brewers no, game. No, you're right. That's they're, what I'm trying to say. Like, that they're game no they're not watching delay. it regardless. That's not baseball is never going. There's 162 games, and I know there's the idea of making it 154. That's not gonna that little of a change. Oh, that's not a problem. No, that's not a problem either. Casual fans are never going to watch. You know, 162 games. That's why they're casual fans. Let me ask you a question based on this topic, if I may. Please. When they're the, the 154, they thinking about trimming that. Uh, Manfred's brought it up a couple times in April, so that the World Series. Wait, how would you do it? So it's it's to move it up, right? The World yeah, Series. So the, to, yeah, yeah. The so you still start in April, but it would it would just the season would end, the end eight eight days earlier. I see. I mean, my whole gimmick has been that I want more doubleheaders in baseball. So fine, take Monday off and have uh, at least maybe once a month or twice a month be doubleheader day. But don't and they hate the doubleheader? Don't, don't the players hate the doubleheader? Doesn't everybody involved hate the doubleheader? Well, some I, do, some I, don't. When um, We just had my, my brother-in-law, Hal Morris, on the podcast. No, we didn't. We're going to have him on in the future. We're going to have him on the future. <laughs> it's the way the time release schedule works. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. All and right. Interesting. We're, yes. Now, I knew but, he was your brother-in-law, right? Yes, is that yes. information I had? I Hal so. Morris, explain who he is, please. Hal Morris, uh, World Series winner with the Reds in 1990, former big leaguer for over well over a decade. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Retired as a Detroit Tiger. Was the second was the runner up in the in the in the batting title race a couple times. Third but, um, uh, third runner up in uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. yeah. So he anyway, I asked him about extra innings games. I can't remember if this was on the air or off the air, but you know, like what did you think of like a long extra innings game? And he said they they were that that was the hardest worst thing. Is especially if you're having an O for day. If you're having a terrible day at the plate and you're playing 15 innings, is when you want to shoot yourself. Horrible. Yeah, but I don't know. We didn't ask him about doubleheaders per se. But I, mean, I would assume it's similar. I would imagine, right? Ernie Banks, let's play two. Ernie, I mean, you know, and I don't know if Ernie Banks was just like yeah, doing a flipping doing thing, a thing, yeah. but he sure seemed to be happy. I mean, here's the well. Well, here's see, the, I remember as a kid loving it. Of yeah, course. Yeah, well, for yeah, the yeah. fans, once again, if it's for the fans, if that's the reason why they're doing this, then for the fans, I believe that is what you do. I mean, doubleheaders on Sunday, and then take Mondays off. But then they're, don't well, don't they? They pretty much take Mondays off anyway, don't they? Oh, mm, at this point, no, there's no. always there's always there's a, a few games. Yeah, calendar gentlemen. I don't, I don't, I don't mean every, of course, there's every, I, by the way, I used to hate when the Mondays were off, it would drive me crazy. Yeah. Um, well, they pretty much play six days a week. But isn't about, it's financial, right? Because if you do oh, a double header, you're only getting one ticket as opposed to two. 100%. Are, are you saying clear the stadium, bring in a, a new crowd? I you're prefer, day day, header, I prefer yeah. day night double header, yeah. but, but, uh, yeah, if you're going to do the, we're going to clear the stadium, do that, I guess fine. If you want to do that, you can do that. But I just, I'm, cause I'll buy two tickets. I don't care. Um, I will say on the subject of like the, the this is sort of in the background of this is the baseball is dying oh, notion, you know, right? That yeah. people are always saying that baseball is dying. Yeah. Happy to see that baseball is destroying NFL in the ratings. The well, that has to do baseball. a lot with your with your Chicago Cubs. Sure, it, but uh, it's, yeah, but it still is like no, no baseball is not dying. It that yeah, that's the I've had so many conversations with football fans that that and here's I don't understand why it's a thing that people like to bring like why who cares? is yeah why is that a thing that casual are you do you have stock in Major League Baseball? Are you invested in Major League Baseball? What? Who cares? Why do you, you know, care if it's quote unquote dying? It's this weird, like like. Uh ownership they have that their sport has to be better than your sport and it's like it doesn't matter i like what i like you like yeah. what you like right, live your life exactly live your life some words of, of Thank you. compassion i'm not adverse <laughs> to using that phrase <laughs> what uh uh to that end somebody was just on mlb baseball before the series started saying that uh it might have been chris russo the <sighs> mad dog he's great Oh, it's fantastic. And uh, I think he was yelling at me about um, <laughs> uh, how uh, guy. Uh, Are you going to do your Chris Russo impression? It really just sounds like me yelling. It's not a great impression. <laughs> it's what it, it is. Basically, it's just uh, him. He was saying, uh, don't worry about that. Cause come, uh, come Sunday, NFL's going to crush it anyway. They're going to crush us. Ratings are going to be horrible for the uh, for baseball. The NFL's going to crush us. 
And uh, <laughs> I don't disagree. By the way, in my head, that actually sounded like a pretty good. It was actually yeah, not bad. Um, I, I thought the same thing. I, I in my I, like I, I yelled back at my uh, dashboard, basically <laughs> saying, "This year will be different. This year, the World Series will will will." Defeat well, you the know, NFL. they wanted Toronto, uh, Chicago, so badly because Toronto, Chicago would have demolished of everything. Canada. Oh, the yeah. entire country but, but of Canada the, but, would be but, watching. But American ratings don't. Aren't counted in Canada. No, but just once again, though, before the narrative, it's of, a different country. Of, but the narrative nation, of Indians Cubs is great too, and in fact, it breaks my heart because it's like yeah, Indians kinda, are not. Well, that's the thing that's really making me. I mean, uh, they've been there on the on the MLB Instagram app because I'm a young person now and I have Instagram. Uh, they uh, <laughs> as soon as the game, so we are tam- we normally don't timestamp these episodes, but we are game five just uh, concluded, and so we are the 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 Indians are are leading three games mm. two at this point, but. Last night, uh, immediately after the game was done, the first image that the MLB app put up was, uh, I can't remember what Cubs player it was, it was some Cubs player, two more wins. I was like, mm, that's kind of odd, official MLB app. Like, it's one more win for the Indians, and it's kind of a weird thing yeah, to say. Yeah, it's weird to be siding more. with the squad. Yeah, it's very odd that that was happening. And I, I was trying to rationalize a way that, no, it's just, it's pretty much, it's clear that they're rooting for the Cubs to win, which... Is odd to me because yeah, the Indians haven't won since '48 either. Like, what was it a picture? Of? Was it a picture of Javi Baez swinging at a pitch that didn't ooh. make it to the plate? Honest mm. to God, I think it may have been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe it was sarcastic then. Oh, NLCS, Some Javi those. Baez, what come happened? back. Where'd he go? The it's, other thing about this it, yeah, is Daniel Murphy. Murphy. That he was, he was, he's Daniel Murphy. What a he was hitting, he was hitting 0-2 pitches in the in the NLCS. He was hitting, he was with two strikes. He was making contact. Yes, and now he's just swinging at anything. anything. But he's also taking strikes. That's the weird thing. He's <laughs> taking strikes <laughs> and then swinging. Well, that's what yes. you do. You swing at balls and take strikes, yeah, right? I mean, like that's is, what you're supposed he's to do. Backwards. He's totally <laughs> backwards. What a great way to put it. Because you're not kidding. Like two will be right down the middle. Yes. Yeah. And he just stands there, and then yes. the other one is, is hitting. Uh, Harry I think he's, I think he's thinking, booth. okay, I got to take pitches. I can't keep swinging. And <laughs> right. then he takes the strike. And then he's like, oh, God, I got to swing. No, more too. I got to swing at something. <laughs> it's crazy. It's cra- the, the, and the bunt. But I thought the still, bunt was yeah, the brilliant. Bunt was Genius. But he's still, and he's still playing beautiful defense. I mean, I don't you know. All of and that was the other thing about game five was like right before the, the beginning, I, 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 I was like, they've gotten their defense back because the defense deserted them also. Like the, when that was going off the rails in game Four. four. Yeah, Brian had two errors, yeah. right? So, so the fact that they were playing defense, which is what they've been doing all year, they've been like, if you look at some, I've read some statements that they're they've been rated as one of the best defensive teams ever oh. this year, based on all sorts of things that they're looking at, which I think is true. The eye test and also the thing. So the fact that the defense was back, I was like, okay, that's a really good sign. Mm-hmm. And then the very next inning, like literally, like right after I said it, is when Chris Bryant hit the home run because like that it it sort of leads one thing leads to the other. I think you know when when both things are working. I I I just have to say I've I I couldn't think I couldn't form a sentence for like an hour and a half after they came last night. I was that exhausted. Really? It was. I was. Oh no! To see, I it was so intense. When I gave him a a post game congratulatory high five, I had to go and 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 soak my hand in warm water because it was just. His hand was so drenched with sweat. Isn't you, that makes you happy to hear that, right? It's, well, it's, the fact that you texted me uh, the minute the game was over uh, it concerns me for your phone. <laughs> that you may have uh, you it may was short no. your phone from moisture. <laughs> oh my god! It was, I, mean, I couldn't breathe. Oh, I mean, I mean after my, the game, my heart rate like the. I mean, it's when we were going back to the car. I was like, "Hey, so I'll see you tomorrow morning for uh, uh, for uh, the show for Jimmy's show." And you were like, "Wait, what? Tomorrow? What's happening?" And I where said, were well, you guys at last night? We just we went to a local a local hang in L.A. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it wasn't like it was by oh, the airport. It was in my bed alone. <laughs> My wife and son are in the other room. I could have been, oh and then I was told to keep it down at one point. Oh well, tomorrow God. night we got game six tomorrow night. Your wife doesn't watch the game with you, really? <laughs> really? She doesn't. They literally. They they're excited that I'm excited, but they don't care. Oh man. Maybe they'd care if it was the White Sox. Maybe because they know I'm a bigger fan. Although I, I I'm rooting, but no, they don't. No, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know why I've I've attached myself to this, but I'm going to make Oliver enjoy. Oh, brother, baseball! I cannot stress so, this I'm enough. telling you, he it's going to happen. Care. It's going to happen. I, this is my new mission in not life. I'm going to make care. him at least enjoy it. Just, I'm not, He's not going to become a huge crazy fan, but he's going to say, no. "Hey, that was a fun game I went to." No, he he won't. <laughs> he won't. Let, let him enjoy what he wants, and, and maybe he'll oh, come I know. around. Maybe oh, no, I'm not going to try and force it on him. I'm not going to. They try went and... to Comic Con yesterday, and they had a great time. That's okay. what they were. Doing. Yeah, sure. I'd like to believe, you know, of course I'm so, I'm so biased, but I think that anybody who likes baseball even a little bit watching that game last night must have been so exciting to watch that game. I, but anybody, but, but from fan. a Cub point of view, holy, I mean, it was so stressful. It was so stressful. <laughs> it was so stressful, but it was such a fantastic game. I had I mean, to remind myself that, to that end. I had to remind myself, oh, they they don't win at all if they win this game. Yeah. They're just alive <laughs> if they win yeah, this basically. game. Because I was acting as if like, Right. Oh, they're gonna. Oh, wait. They're, they're just moving on. Like I, it was. <laughs> like I just had to check myself a little but bit. But you gotta when you stare down the abyss like that, and you hold it together and put together fantastic situate you situational at bats and fantastic pitching under that kind of pressure. Yeah. And duress with all the tension and everything, that was remarkable. And that Chapman did something he's never done before. He didn't hit a woman? He's no. never done eight. No, he's <laughs> never done eight. Come on, that's a nice Actually, he did do eight outs. He's never done eight? No, he's done seven. He's done oh, seven. Oh, seven? I'm sorry, it was eight. He's never done eight. Because it was against the Indians, I believe it was actually, he's, weirdly He's enough. never done eight. I thought, okay. And especially earlier in the early in this very same postseason when he's come on with runners on base in an earlier yeah. inning and he's sort of well, that's, it up. He had know? a problem with that in Cincinnati. Like that's why I I texted Jimmy and I, I said that to you. I was not, I, I thought that, that was just a, a very... I mean, it was a ballsy decision for I sure. I think it was a quick hook on, was it Edwards? Is that who was in? Yeah. After yeah. Lester? yeah. Um, but well, but and when, when Edwards, Manisha's, Manisha's uh, here across from me last night going like, oh, I don't know. Blah, 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 I don't know. It's terrible. Really? Is that blah, how I was talking? Blah. Is that how I was talking? And I'm like, and, but I could, I, I kept saying to Manisha, I'm like, he is, he is, he is such a chip on his shoulder. He yeah. is on a mission to prove all, he knows the narrative about him. And he was out there. Like, it was just, this is one of the reasons I love, Sports in general, especially sports where you can really see the individual sure. in a moment. Why I love tennis and baseball again. You can see the individual. You can. He was aware and he knew it was on his shoulders. Same thing with Lester from the first inning on. He, he knew it was on him. And to rise to that occasion under all that pressure and and not even, not only succeed, but like flourish in the face of that is an incredible I'll say this thing about to that. witness. You saw it on his face when he failed to run to first base yes. on that one play. Oh my God. The look on his face was like, Oh, I f***ed up, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get there. Yeah. Like I, you saw that. Yeah. You saw the determination of. Oh, oh boy. But well, then what to I liked about Rizzo, by to, the way, and to, and yes. to, to regroup. What I liked about Rizzo on that play is that I mean, I don't know how Rizzo doesn't throw a Salu style temper tantrum over what are you doing? How did you not even make an attempt to come to first base? I just made a fantastic diving stop, and what are you doing? So kudos to Rizzo. Was for that keeping, Lindor? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it was no, Rajai. It was Rajai. It was Rajai. Who's got yeah. speed? Who's got yeah. speed? So yeah, I mean, so it would have been it would have been close oh, anyway. Still second and third, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Which uh, yeah. So it, it would have been close anyways. But yeah, just to see that 
that whole thing happen. And I will, to, uh, to give stupid Anthony credit, at a certain point when it looked like the wheels may start to come off the Cubs, uh, if there's like the sixth, seventh inning or whatever, I think when it became three to two, he did say to me, no matter what happens, I love baseball. And he That's was true. like, he was, it. there was no like sad <laughs> sack. There was no like, I'm, it was, it was a very optimistic and very just, Hey, uh, you know, it, it, it's, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, my, I've seen my tigers in the world series twice now, but obviously the weight of, of the, what the Cubs have gone through is not similar. But they're there. Yeah, and, and so yeah. I'm glad to hear you say that, Anthony, because uh, there's so many being from Chicago, I'm friends yes. on Facebook with a lot of Chicago Cub fans. Uh, who, uh, I think part of them wants them to lose. One hundred thousand percent. They don't. They don't know what. They don't know what to do with themselves if they right. <laughs> like the the part well, of the, the identity. identity. Absolutely. Yeah. So like they're oh here we go. It's like really a guy just got on base. Why is that a negative? Like yep. play the game out before you yeah. get sad sacky. Don't. Uh, well, and in fact, I was mad at myself. I texted my mother who was watching it uh, a mile from me. We're watching the game separately, but uh, texting each other about it. Um, I even said after I go, it doesn't look good. They got to win three in a row. Then I was like, ah, oh, never mind that text. Because <laughs> uh, I was mad at myself for like falling into that, even though it's true. It's like yeah. three in a row is rough, but yeah. they've had, what do they have, a 12 game winning streak? Oh, yeah. No, it can be done. Anything but I, and, you know, my friend Kurt, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I don't know if you know the story. My friend Kurt is a huge Rangers fan, was at game six in St. Louis when they had two strikes and two outs twice. He was there and he witnessed that loss and then game seven loss when it, it's a very similar situation they're 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 on the verge so cleveland has pressure on them too no question oh yeah well because they got Arietta and hendrix coming yeah. up next i mean and it's so not like it's, it's a walk it's, in the park but Arietta right? hasn't been Arietta. let's not let's not let's he, not treat he wasn't, Arietta. he wasn't game two he was he was phenomenal in game two i don't disagree with that i apologize he was no he, you're right though though he hasn't been i mean look there was no way he no, was, was going to be 2015 right. Arietta. I'll, I'll, I'll take that back no but he has been yeah exactly so i think it's it's yeah, he's been erratic this year. And you'll have Schwarber Whereas back in the lineup. Year, last year he was like a robot. This year Which, he's been erratic, but when he's been great, he's been he still had like one of the best batting averages against this season, one of the best whips this season. He just had a couple games that it, that blew up on him. Yeah. So his ERA was. But here's my question. He looks sharp to me in the NLCS. That's yeah. No, yeah. to me. Yeah. Yes. Here's my and question. Again, I'm a comedian. And El Boy, what are your thoughts on the DH now? We're just going to take a brief break so that I can tell you how to get in touch with Anthony or me. You can follow us on Twitter at ClubhousePod. Visit our website, clubhousepodcast.com, for extensive links and information about some of the baseball moments we discussed on the show. There are also photos from our cross-country road trip for you to peruse at your leisure. We love hearing from our listeners and getting you involved with the discussion, so please email us at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your favorite baseball stories, your favorite baseball films, why your team or ballpark is so special. Or honestly, just if you want to say hello. If you are a new listener to the Clubhouse Podcast, welcome. For more great baseball conversations, take a look at our archives, like our chat with Emmy Award-winning actor John Hamm. In this clip, John explains how much of a baseball nerd he is by recounting a day where he listened to the radio broadcast of a 30-year-old ball game. I listened to almost the whole game. Like I started listening to it and I was like, I kind of got into it and I was like, oh my God, like this is crazy. But you listen to it and there is, it's such a different rhythm. Like it is so much less wall to wall sound. Yeah. Other than the sound of the game, yeah. you know, of the crowd and of the things like that's kind of ambient. It's not foxed out. It's just very, it's very pleasant. And you could understand why like that was a lovely thing to do. Like it's relaxing, it's fun. And this is a very exciting game. 
and it by the end of it, it it ramps up, but it has it's this this really cool. It's it's an interesting thing to do, I think, if you if you've got a spare three hours and you want to <laughs> listen to some old baseball. And now back to our conversation with Jimmy Pardo. What are your thoughts on the DH now? No, I mean it's just it's just good fortune. I mean, but I like like what what uh, Joe Madden said last night in his press conference is like I'm not advocating for the he's he's become he's actually been quoted before this scenario happened as having managed in the AL and managed in the NL he totally prefers the NL now he oh, he, said, does. he has said that and he said last night last night he's like well I'll take it like I'm not <laughs> well, advocating for this no but he's like I'm not advocating it. for this that we're playing by AL rules but I will take it and I recognize that now our length our lineup lengthens because we have Kyle Schwarber in the lineup. So it's like you you play with the hand you're dealt. But I would also totally be an advocate of. I mean, they're never going to take the DH away from the AL. Right. It's not going to happen. Right, right, but right. But will right. they ever put it in the NL? I hope no, not. No, I hope. I, I really, hope not. I too. really believe that they won't. I mean, I think that there are so many people. I've, I think they you know, will eventually. Unfortunately, no. I, I think they will. No. I think they have to. I think no. with, with interleague happening every day, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be. No. I'm, I agree. <laughs> no. Listen. You I mean. <laughs> I don't want the DH in the NL. I love the fact that there are two uh, different uh, rules so for two different who will, leagues. Who will fight it? There will be, but they will die. No. And new that's kind of how I feel. They will die, and they were probably against blacks you know voting too. So <laughs> let's you know that's times true. change. That's true. <laughs> Let me ask you a question about Schwarber. Uh, Schwarber. 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 Boy, oh boy. Chicago. Who showed up? <laughs> wow, my my neighborhood showed up. Uh, did he, if I'm not, he did he pinch it at all? He, he pinched it once. One, Wait, why did you pinch it last night instead of Montero? Why was it not him? You've got lightning in a bottle. And Montero, of course, he hit the Grand Slam, so I'm not going to take anything away. But if you're going to not use him behind a plate anyway and bring in Wilson Contreras, why yeah. are you— what? I mean, I'm not why sure. blow a catcher? I'm not sure. Why not? Why not? Because it was a little. Because it was a little earlier, I think, and he was thinking maybe later inning, you know, in a one run game. I'm not sure, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. The whole talk was like, oh, we got him off the bench. We got him off the bench. Well, there was a chance to use him off the bench, and he didn't use him off the bench. Yeah. I'm not sure. Confusing. I don't know. I don't know. What bar were you guys at last night? It was Tompkins Square, which is funny because that's like the... It's the, literally... I, I, it's, it's by, it's it, by it, LAX. It's inches from my son's school. <laughs> it's it's kitty corner to the LA fitness that I go to. <laughs> wow. Sorry, it's, man. It's, uh, we will, we will include you. Tomorrow in night. You, you, you oh, already I got a disaster tomorrow night that I am. Yeah, so, uh, in fact, I was thinking about you about tomorrow night that I, I have to do something. And then it was like, oh, I can't, I don't want to miss the world series, but I can't cancel this. And then it was like, I was thinking about you being on stage and going, Oh, if that guy can handle it. So I, so do you, are you aware that I was on stage during game six of the NLCS, <laughs> when the Cubs clinched the pennant for the first time in 71 years, on I was stage. actually on stage. What sad song the, were you but doing? But at the same time, here's the thing. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Literally, I finished a song. And I, so I'd, I'd come out on stage and said to the audience, you know, this is what's happening. I'm going to check the score at some point. I apologize in advance, except I'm not really sorry. And everybody was like supportive. It was cool. Because I've been tweeting about it. People who are following me at all know that this is a really big deal. Um as soon as the song ended, somebody from the from the audience said, "The Cubs just won." Oh. Yeah. No, which did I didn't you feel good about it. I did felt you amazing. Want to look at your no, no, I felt okay. great. I verified it. I shared that with the audience, and then the next song I sang was on the set. It was normal. The this, the order of the set list was the song from Rent Another Day, which is No Day But Today. You know, there's only now. There's only this. Yeah, it was kind of amazing that that was the moment that I got to have at that same time. Would you have mixed? Would you have switched it up if that was not the song? No. Wouldn't have switched. I would have sung the sad song of of 
sadness if I had to. Right. <laughs> but, but it, you know, it just felt like it felt like kind of the angels were looking down on me a little bit, you know. Um, and then I was able to watch the whole game later, you know, in, in replay. But and no matter what, you, I, I'm sure you've done this with the White Sox clinching games. That no matter how many times you've seen these moments or heard these calls every time it still is powerful on some level, right? Yes. So And so I've been able to do that throughout this postseason. Even when I've not been able to see it live, I can still live the moment because it's captured. And, and are you watching it or are you, li- are you listening to the great Pat Hughes? I'm doing both, yeah. You're doing both. I'm doing both when I can. Uh, I love Pat Hughes. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy that he gets to do this, that he gets to call a World Series. I mean, you know, think of all the years he's been doing this and... And and I don't know if we've talked about this before, but it seems like radio guys, because they're with the team more than the playbook. Is it? Are they? That can't be true. Wait, wait. Maybe longer. I feel like they're longer tenured usually, the radio guys, than the TV analysts, maybe. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's, that's, uh, without knowing numbers on that, I wouldn't be able to, to. But it just feels like they're a little that. more attached, a little more connected. Well, to the I team know that the, or the, like and be into the fans, like they're just a little more. I you think know. I agree with that. Well, there's more. I mean, they're painting the, a picture more. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's except for Joe Buck, who <laughs> apparently has to. There's a oh, he stepped left, stepped right. Shut up. We You're doing see TV. It. You're I on know. television, Joe. The the, the radio guys definitely. You, you hit the nail on the head there. It's it's a much more engrossing uh, <laughs> uh, uh, experience, and they have to absolutely be more attentive and be more. I think a lot of those guys do spend more time in the club. I was talking to some of the players just, I know the, uh, our uh, radio guys in Detroit will do that. Just I to, love them. Give, give me the two guys' names, Jim please. Price and uh, Dan Dickerson. They're really good. Boy, yeah. do I like those guys. Yeah, and good. you know what? I, I like the Cleveland guys, too. I yeah, like yeah, those yeah. guys on radio. And, uh, of course, we all know that I despise <laughs> the two guys that do the Chicago White Sox. I'm sure they're nice men. The radio guys or the TV guys? Radio guys. Yeah. I like the TV well, guys. Well, real quick, since we've I'm, literally... I'm on board with Hawk Harrelson. You are. I am. We've talked about that. I'm yeah, all yeah, in yeah, on Hawk yeah. No, you got He's to. great. And, got to put it on and that I board. love the new guy, Jason uh, Benetti. Is, yeah. is wonderful. Anyways, yeah. Hawk, how many more years? Because Hawk is just doing the away games now. He's doing away. He's so, not doing home? He's doing it's away? Cl- it's easier for him to get to the airport. Oh, and, once. And, yeah. and then travel. Yeah, sure. Uh, because <laughs> now we need to pivot here. He lives in, uh, he lives in uh, South Bend, Indiana. Oh, okay. So it's a 90-minute... It's, uh, you know, three hours sure. of travel. Sure. So we do need to talk a little White Sox. Because do we? We don't have to. No, nah, I think we got it. We got to. Yeah, Robin Ventura. There you go. Right. It happened. And then, you it know happened. I, I felt no joy. <laughs> I, I really didn't. I, I kind of, you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's a human being. And so, like, while it's fun to bitch on Twitter right. and everything about how Robin, or, you know, the Ventura watch, as I was calling it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder why I haven't thrown out the pitch at a, at a game again. Um, <laughs> when I publicly give my views on the broadcasters <laughs> and the. Uh, uh, speaking of the broadcast, this is funny. I just had Steve Dahl, legendary yeah, broadcaster yeah. of Chicago, on I've my podcast. I've been a guest on his show a couple He's times. He's such a great yeah, guy. Yeah. And I grew up idolizing him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And he was a guest on Never Not Funny at our live show in Chicago a couple weeks ago. But I was on his show a week prior um, to promote our parents, uh, the Never Not Live Never Not Funny. And I uh, was talking about how uh, uh, I think Robin may have just been fired or something. And I was talking about the season was still, no, the season was still going on. So it was not. Uh, and I said, uh, you know, uh, it's great that, you know, the MLB app is great. You get to stay in touch with the White Sox. And I go, and I get to listen to, you know, Ed Farmer and, and DJ uh, try to talk over each other and always try to out funny each, uh, each other and never land anywhere near funny. And Steve goes, okay, they're on this network. They're on this station. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> so I was saying that on his, he's on WLS. And I was saying, I said that there and I bailed on it. So then on the live show, I said, hey, listen, I wanted to tell you, I, 
I didn't mean to put you in a weird spot. He goes, he goes, oh, I don't care. They're horrible. <laughs> he goes, but because it's LS, they're piping it into the stadium. So everybody at the stadium pregame is hearing my show that's and they're hearing amazing. you say that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's oh, like, oh that's, no. You know what though? I guarantee you it got a big round of applause from a good chunk of but that not stadium. Those two? What yeah. if those two are going out oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Well, good. Maybe they'll learn. Maybe they'll learn to, to sit back I a little hope, bit. Now the, now I will have a different opinion. Like Ventura, I felt a little bit of uh, not sadness because again, it's a human being losing his sure, job. Sure. Uh, but if those two are gone, I will have no sadness. <laughs> I really won't because they, even if they get rid of one of them and try to package them with somebody else, maybe it'll be different. But the two of them together doesn't work. I just heard somebody. I can't remember which team. Somebody fired one of their long, one of their TV or radio guys. I mean, yeah. Dan Orsillo from Red Sox. Uh, yeah, but no, there's year. somebody else. Yeah, somebody else. Which is always interesting. Like, because again, these like somebody, some of these people are long tenured. Long yeah, and then they're gone. I want you know. 67 years yeah. from Mr. Vince Scully. Yeah, but, well, he retired. No, I, I heard he was fired. Yeah, fired. fired <laughs> yeah, fired no, they had had enough, yeah, no, they had enough of him. Yeah. <laughs> they had enough of him talking about Travis um, Lee and the yo-yo. <laughs> um, Rick Renteria. Yes. I, I, thought I, he did, I thought he did a great job with yep. the young Cubs. I mean, the only that, reason he's gone is because is because Joe yeah. became available. Yeah. Had Joe not become available. Like, this he would, what's neat about Rick Renteria, or neat, no, I said that that's the wrong choice of word, but this could be his team. Like if Joe Madden hadn't become available, he yeah. could be at the World Series right now with this team and everybody go, oh, great, Rick Renteria. Yeah. So I'm thrilled that Rick Renteria, uh, in fact, he should have been in June. He should have taken over the White Sox. I'm enraged because I think I texted both of you this where I'm just, I'm so annoyed because that is quite literally the perfect hire for you guys. And it just, I, it that annoys me because you guys have so much talent. And I, I firmly believe that Robin was the one keeping you guys back. Well, you and, know what's and, funny about that, Manish, is Rick Hahn kept on saying, I don't know what we're doing. We, we go out, we get the best free agents, we make the right <laughs> trades, we fill the right holes, but it's still not gelling. No shit. Yeah. You know, there's the one piece that you refuse to gain out of the equation. I remember, so over the over the summer, uh, uh, I uh, toured the country uh, once again, going to a bunch of ballparks with a young actor, Ty Simpkins, former guest on the show. And I had him throw out the first pitch at a White Sox game on his birthday. And I remember being in that front office, and I think I texted you about this, yeah. where I was like, it is amazing the atmosphere that is in this front office. Everybody is just laughing. Like, they were terrible at that point. They were not, it was it was August 6th, and they were well out of any playoff contention. And Which they shouldn't have been August 6th, by the way. They and, still yeah, should have. I agree. With Once again, with that talent. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, But just kind of the resignation of, it's not going to change. You know, there's nothing. What can we do? People are just like, I kept on asking people, what is happening? You guys have so much talent. And they would literally just laugh and be like, what are you going to do? do you, what was the worst thing? The seven run? You had a seven run ninth inning um, debacle? That right? was, again, it was against the Rangers, the Royals. No, the Royals. We had two in a row kind of. Yeah. It was back to back. We played the Rangers where something went bad in the eighth or ninth where it was like we were up by a lot and then we got trampled. And then the Royals happened. It was like within maybe yeah, a couple a games 10 of each game, other. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, we're done. Like yeah. that, that was, and then they never played the same after those two games. It might have been closer than 10 games, but uh, yeah, that was it. It was that road trip. It was like we were on top of the world, 24 and 10 or whatever the hell we were at that time. And and what did uh, I tell you? Because at the beginning of the season, you were texting me, Anthony. Uh, uh, you know who? You know Cubs and White Sox. What do you think? What are your thoughts on the White Sox? Like how well they're doing? And what if you remember what I said to you? Do you remember? But you're a Tigers fan. No, this is 
this is when he texts me stuff like that. It, it's Tiger's hat comes off, objective journalism hat comes on, and I flat out said, "There's zero chance." That you the mean the objective journalism hat is like this is Rollis Chapman's going to explode? That wasn't that wasn't objective <laughs> journalist. That was just me being a pessimistic idiot. Um, okay, yeah. But it's hard to root for him. It, 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 Thank it, you. It, it's it, incredibly it, hard, it's hard to root for to him. Root it for is. Yeah. It's, it's, At the same time, then he, he, he was suspended. He didn't make it yes. like he, you know. He did do his time. And so I do believe that, you know, people should get second chances and whatnot. But it's for me, it's, it's I never really saw a lot of contrition on his part. Him, Jose Reyes, et I think that's the problem. They show no. Uh, there's there's no, it's it's like they just want to, you know, and I get the embarrassment. I get the, the, the feeling, you know, that you want to just kind of sweep it under the rug. I just want to move on and play my game, do all that. But it's just, it's, you got to do something to show me that you, you aren't, a aren't going to do it again, and you learn something from it aside from just yeah, I got punished and now I'm back. It's it's and maybe that's me asking too much of someone. I don't know. But I don't think it is. I, I, so, I think you can show. I mean, although my, he claims it was something that got out of hand, right? Isn't that what he claims? Sure, for? but you know what? It, that's still something that you should say, and it shouldn't have happened. And I'm sorry that it happened, and it won't happen again. And and my friend or our friend Barbara, uh, I was watching Game Three. Uh, we were in San Francisco, and I was watching Game Three of the the series with her. And when uh, Chapman came in. She's like, oh, time to tweet. I was like, what do you mean time to tweet? She's like, oh, every time that Chapman comes in the game, uh, I make a donation to uh, a women's uh, uh, domestic abuse. Uh, Whoa, uh, I, just read a, I just read an article about this woman, I think. No, no, no. Uh, uh, I think uh, she's, she didn't start this. She, that I did not read an article about this No, no, no. She didn't this start woman. this. She's, Stop lying to us. I'd like to read an article about this woman. No, you actually really would. She's a phenomenal, fantastic woman. She is a woman. I met her on my 30 Stadium tour randomly at the Hall of Fame. And we became friendly, and uh, she spearheaded a campaign in 1989-ish to uh, save the Giants from moving to Tampa Bay. She started this 500,000 postcard uh, campaign, basically. And actually, I just found this out the other night, speaking of Greg Proops. She was like, oh, yeah, no, we had this great Save the Ballpark benefit, and Greg performed for us oh, back right. in, like, 89, 90, and it was great. So she is just this incredible woman who has, has really loves, loves, loves the Giants. But uh, So, yeah, so she does donate to a domestic abuse charity. But he of, should. There you go. It, it, it should have been something where he should have said this year, for every save that I get, for every strikeout that I get, for every whatever, it's going to be. And then every time he came into a game, it should have been plastered on the screen. Hey, Chapman's in. That seems a little. I don't think I, it, you're stealing tacos for, for things. So it's. Well, if that's not his doing. No, I'm, I'm saying from MLS. I'm I, saying, I don't know if you could put up a thing for every strikeout he's going to give to domestic abuse. I think that's almost putting too big of a spot. I, all right, fair by enough. By the way, I think there should be a big spotlight on it, but I think in the middle of a game, it seems weird to. Okay, fine. Maybe not. there's thinking about it anyway. Exactly. Every time I see him, Jose Reyes, every time I see these guys, that's the first thing that I think about. And maybe that's not fair. I say this as a sober person. You know, we talk about this with guys like Josh Hamilton, with guys like CeCe, that I, I empathize with them. And I and I don't want that to be the first thing that you think about them. But it's it's human nature, I think. It's just that's what you think, you know? <sighs> that's a slippery slope. It is. It feels like a very slippery You're slope. You're suspiciously quiet during all yeah, of this. I, yeah, I, mean, I go back and forth about it, honestly. I mean, I, I did, maybe I, you know, maybe I'm wearing the, the fan hat, but I feel like I did read statements that felt like they were pretty contrite and pretty, you know, I, I, I you know, I, 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 I read something. I don't remember exactly when it was because I was concerned, you know, when they traded for him, I had similar, very Wouldn't similar Would you rather had Andrew Miller though, so that none of this was happening? <laughs> well, sure. 
you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of how those various trades happen, though. I mean, what which front office wanted who and right, what? Right. Well, know? they wanted Schwarber, right? Schwarber, Schwarber. Probably. <laughs> Damn it to hell. They wanted Kyle. <laughs> yeah. What? No. Uh, it's so, a very interesting question about what's going to happen to Kyle Schwarber. I think year. they got to get rid of him. I think that you oh send him. Oh my god! To, I think no, you, yeah. you don't get rid of no, him. No. Where do you play him? He, he can't play catcher. He can't. He can't play left field. He's not. There's nowhere else to put him. And you ship him off to the AL and get yourself a tremendous haul for him oh, back. But the, I let him go play DH. I think that that would destroy the hearts of these where do you men. explain I, to me where I, do you play him I do, where do you play him nobody's arguing that i well you kind of have to. i agree with anthony uh he's not a mascot i think the fans are gonna feel like oh okay so we're we're already doing a fire sale i think they're gonna feel that way and they're gonna feel uh and then the players themselves are gonna be like he was you know our guy i agree but hey starlin castro was your guy no, starlin castro was, was there starlin from castro the beginning wasn't, he wasn't part of the core that Fair these enough. guys all right fine these all i just came together you I'm know, looking at it from a, a baseball perspective. Thing. From a baseball perspective, I don't know how but you get him at bats. You're the bats. one who's like the sabermetrics guy, anti that, and talking about chemistry and what. I think what, chemistry what, is huge, but I think but that. But, beyond, but if you have nowhere to play him, yes, I don't disagree with that. He's not a mascot. He's not going to sit there it's and rah rah for him. It's not necessarily him. true that he's always terrible in left field. It's true. It, he's, it's not about he's, terrible. It's also just about injury stuff. It's also just about you not wanting to re aggravate that, not wanting yeah, to. It, it, it'll be fine in the spring. Yeah, yeah. As somebody who went through ACL replacement surgery, you can do anything after that. Yeah, you can get up and stand there's, and sing. There's, I talked to a skier who had both ACLs replaced in skis all the time. All I right, mean, real quick. You know. I, we got to figure this out because we're going to be running dangerously low on time pretty soon here. So we do have the Pardo bet that we actually made on Never Not Funny which uh, we'll, which we'll, we'll settle on Never Not Funny. Okay, I wasn't sure if you I wanted to settle, settle on here? Never Not Funny. Yeah, we got to settle on Never Not Funny because it was made on there. We got to settle on that program. We can acknowledge that I'm the overall winner of the bet, though. We can do that. We can, we can acknowledge that here, but we will settle this there. <laughs> All right, it's, fine. it's not going to be as much money as we thought. But it's it's gonna not going to be as much money. Yeah, there was a certain point in the season where I flat out thought you were just going to get $200 and we, you and I were just going to sit there, you know, with our thumbs up our ass. Like, it's just... I it's, may do that part of it anyway. <laughs> right? I was doing that last night, guys, while you were off at, at a tavern 12 minutes from my home. 12? I thought you live in the valley. No, no, I live uh, right... I just, I, my son goes to school there. We live, we live, we live down there. Oh. Just... Because we're in the valley now, recording. I just assume you live. Yeah, I used like to. I used to work in the valley. I thought you lived like in the back room here. <laughs> no, that's where Ryan. Yeah, you met him earlier. Yes, <laughs> we woke him up to turn the equipment on. Yes. <laughs> all right, fine. So we will. We will settle that up. I will. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll settle that up over there. Don't we have to play your game? Don't I have to? Nope. We we have eliminated that game from the show for now. Because it made people look foolish. A couple people, yeah. It's 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 it's. it's, it's, it's I, I, I'll include myself in that. It's it's a, it's a tough look. I I tried so hard to to tailor make the game to make it so that it. it but I get it. Trivia is 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 very very difficult. Trivia is different than passion. Yes, I agree with that. You and can love a team, and not I'm going to make a the napkin of that and, and put it on the wall. I like how we won't even commit to a pillow. <laughs> yes. I'm going to make a napkin of that. Well, because I think what what it's kerchief. It's, there's so much knowledge that one could have for baseball that you'll have you. I guarantee you, if I asked you certain questions that seem obscure to someone else, it'd be right in your Ask wheelhouse. Ask me Steve Sachs's spring training number. Ask it, me that when he was with the White Sox. What was Steve Sachs' spring training I number? I'd be insane if I knew that. But <laughs> a twelve. It was twelve. <laughs> so yeah. So exactly. So you have some. I have no idea if that's true or not. It's but true because I bought the jersey. A spring and, training jersey? Uh, I did when the White Sox had a clubhouse sale. I bought a uh, spring training jersey, and then he changed it to seven. It was like ugh. You jerk. <laughs> no wonder no wonder this was only $25. <laughs> and he was the most hated. One of the most hated White Sox of all time, Steve Sachs. Really? People like, uh, which I think he's a great broadcaster. I think he's a great radio guy. I agree. Uh, very uh, intelligent. But uh, yeah, he was bad with the White Sox. But I loved him. I love Steve Sachs. All right. Yeah. 
What does that tell you about you? I like lizards. Yes. <laughs> you two are here. I know. <laughs> just, just insulted yourself. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right, fine. So uh, I guess staying on the White Sox train, yeah. how are you feeling about I know it's it's you know it's October still so so in 2016 but 2017 what are your thoughts? There was a second baseman. I hope they would go get instead of uh, instead of Saladino. Uh, you mean who's going to be on the free agent market? Yeah, I can't even think. There was so, there's one. Right if I'm not mistaken, there's one second baseman. Although Brett Lowry may come back, but uh, I, I, I'm not sure what they're doing with so him. So Saladino right now is your Achilles heel. You feel like he's the no? He's I think he's fine. Oh. I think he's fine, but I don't know if he's. I, I don't know if he's uh, better than the, this free agent whose name I cannot think of. How do you feel about the? I don't know enough about the White Sox farm system and the drafting lately. Either. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not because uh, you guys must have been drafting pretty high because you haven't had like a, a big winning season in a while. So you must be drafting in a position where you can get some good, decent play. Well, right? we gave away you know Trace Thompson last year for. Uh, uh, Todd oh, Frazier. Yeah. What's that? I mean, what do you? I, he, I loved it. You he, know what? he mashed. You, you want to bet two thirty six, and you, but you're going to hit forty home runs and drive in a hundred. Great. Yeah. You've done your job. Yes, yes. You drove in one hundred runs. Yes. And so, the White Sox fans that are that are like, he's as as Adam Dunn. First of all, I thought Adam Dunn was a good player too. They had a yes. couple of bad seasons. That happens. Um, shut up. <laughs> shut up, you negative a holes. Honest <laughs> to God, it infuriates me. Oh, another another bust for the White Sox. Really, forty and a hundred? That's a bust. Yeah, then you don't understand the game of baseball. Yes. Yeah, but he, but he swings and everything. He's batting two thirty six, right? But he's still doing. His, if he was doing that and only driving in thirty, be mad. Well, I think that's the problem. Guys like like Trout and Miggy and and, and Harper and all, well, even Harper kind of uh, uh, fell off a little bit this year. But I, I think they. Of course they, he did because I drafted him first in two fantasy baseball leagues. So of course he had a crap year. Just like Jason Bay did ten years ago. Where did you finish oh, in, the, yeah. in, in the in the in uh, the fantasy uh, league? Oh, I finished second to last, and the <gasps> last place guy. Second to <laughs> last. Well, I also came in uh, third in another league and second in another. No, that's not true. Oh no, I dropped out of that one. <laughs> third and then fourth. Third and fourth, and then another one where I did uh, like fifth or sixth or something. Then I finished in the Never Not Funny League. I finished. Um, out of 12 teams, 12 teams? Yeah. I think I finished tied for 10th. Oh, boy. Which means I basically finished 11th. Yes. Oh, and the guy in 12th place stopped playing in April. <laughs> <laughs> I beat a guy that yeah. had, went through some issues uh, personally, and he, he didn't pay attention to the, to the league. I beat him. <laughs> oh, man. It's too many. I, dry, I quit a league yeah. this year. I uh, For yeah. 17, I quit a league yeah. so that I could focus in. Yeah. Uh, because I just was too. It is a lot. It, it, yeah. And it's, I don't like daily moves. I do not like daily moves. I love daily. At I all. Daily. Not if you're doing yeah. four leagues. No, no. Yeah. I, I, I made the semifinals of, of my league and then and, and lost in that in a horrible fashion. I also that, don't that, like that. Uh, I don't like playoffs in fantasy baseball. I or you know, I don't like uh yeah having a week of playoffs. It's not fantasy football. There's it's a different animal. Yep. So I don't like that you could be, you know, hundred and five and three for the season and you're in second place, but you're three hundred games behind him. And uh in that week you happen to have a great week and he has a bad week and now all of a sudden you're the winner of fantasy baseball. Yep. Nope. He was great for 25 weeks. Why should you win? Yep, that is very anti-baseball, so I, I, I'm with you on that. 
I was in firm second place the entire year. Yep. And at the end, to be fair, I also for the last like six weeks of the season, it's it's so much. It was it was I kept on free. I would forget to put people in, or or I would I would want to uh, to pick up someone, and then as like the millisecond that I went to go pick them up, someone else would well, get the notification. Someone else got them, and so it was just I ended up. Like yeah, I ended up slipping down to third, and I was like, "All right, third, I'm okay." But then, uh, whoever it was decided that there was going to be some sort of booby prize for fourth place. There was a Cliff Floyd uh, or oh, Cliff Floyd autographed uh, card, right? Yeah, so I was like, you know, and I swear to God, I was like, you know what? I don't need the money. I want that Cliff Floyd did autograph. I did get it. I finished in fourth place. I, well, I haven't physically gotten it. I haven't been in Manhattan in the last month. As a reminder, Cliff Floyd is the great broadcaster who said for fantasy baseball, if you want to have the best team, you got to draft the best players. <laughs> Thank you, Cliff. Thank you. <laughs> so when I get back You're to welcome. when I get back to my apartment, I'm I'm hoping that it's it's waiting for me in my mailbox because I'm very very excited. about I that. once gave away a uh, a girl, a young lady, who used to uh, waitress at a comedy club in. Appleton, Wisconsin, do they have a triple-A or double-A team? I think triple-A. For the Twins? Yes, I believe so. And uh, David Ortiz. Uh, so she got me a bunch of David Ortiz signed baseball cards. And so uh, for a couple of years, whoever drafted David Ortiz <laughs> got a David Ortiz baseball card at the live draft. Like, and David Ortiz, and here's your card. Nice. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on on that whole thing of of the retirement tours of of your your jeters your chippers sure your why not enjoy your enjoy your last hurrah is right? there a, I don't know if david da- ross got one i don't know too. if david ross deserved one that's what i was gonna ask what's the level but he had a great like but what's the level where do you draw like, that, that line was like lo- that was like earned love because he was but why like not doing them for ron karkovice <laughs> like why <laughs> like that's who he was he was ron karkovice because because rizzo started you know like it, it came from the players it wasn't like some media thing driven the the david ross stuff was driven by okay. anthony rizzo and Eddie Vedder, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, because of that. But Rizzo is really the one who started. All right. So that's a different. That's thing. organic, and yeah. that's not a, a, a almost league sanctioned yeah, exactly. retirement tour. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. so yeah. do you think there should be a level of of what level you need to have been in yeah, All Star? That seems unfair, though, doesn't it? it seems... So, how do you choose? How do you decide who's going to get this league sanctioned? You know, we're going to do these set pregame ceremonies. We're going to give him gifts. The league, knowing that he's a superstar and he's, you know, every like he's one of the most famous players. Certainly in this in this era of more TV, more social media, I mean, everybody knows David Ortiz. If anybody knows anything about baseball, they've probably heard Big Poppy. I mean, yeah. it's like and Jeter, same you thing. Know, I, understand. I understand from that standpoint. I, I, I don't want you to yell at me. I'm just I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to see if you guys have a line. Like if Trout, I mean, yeah. wouldn't you do it for a Mike Trout or a? Do you do it for Miggy? I don't know. Boy, oh boy. Well, he's because here's the thing: because he is one of the greatest players of all time, yeah, but he doesn't really he, he ingratiate doesn't himself the, with yeah, the fans right. that much. He doesn't have the personality stuff, so it's interesting. I don't know if 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 he will. He wouldn't probably want it. That's the thing. Big Poppy probably also embraces it. Jeter like he, didn't want it either. He didn't. No, I think Jeter did not Jeter want. Pretends like he doesn't. No, I, I agree with that. Really, I, that. Yeah. I do. I think he likes. I don't it. think Mo wanted it. I think Mariano wanted it because Mo is is a guy who would have liked to do it off the air. He would have liked to do like, cause I don't know if he was doing that year. He was actually doing, which I thought was really cool that didn't get that much publicity, which probably by home, his own uh, choosing is that he was at every ballpark, going to meet he would contact their team and say hey give me one of your long fan like a, a long season ticket holder or a long usher or a vendor or someone that's worked there for 30 years or whatever and i want i want to meet them before the game i want to talk to them to them before the game and it's like a private thing that he would mm. do just to kind of connect himself with every single team which is like really that's nice, yeah. yeah that's awesome because sure. he just seems mariano just seems like one of those genuinely sweet nice guys who 
Ugh, God, ruined the way people look at, at relief pitchers because everybody wants a Mariano, and it's like it's, but everybody wanted a Dennis Eckersley before that. So I that's think true. that you're you're always going to have Goose Gossage. Goose played for the <laughs> Chicago White Sox. <laughs> Raleigh Fingers. Oh, Raleigh, we're doing all the A's from that <laughs> that era. We're just doing the good named relievers, like the excellently named relievers. Right now, we're all thinking, yeah. <laughs> trying to think of another thing. We, we got them all. <laughs> I mean, we'll go back to Mordecai three finger reading, Brown. Uh, yeah, more. Well, I've been reading the really great uh, Roger Angel books about the the various seasons from the from the early, you know, from the forties through. I'm up, I'm up now into the seventies, you know. But it's just amazing to read about all those players. Like he was right in there with all of them and all these games and all these situations that happened and the way the game. Talking about the way the game has evolved and all this stuff, but. Raleigh Fingers has been a character more recently in some of the books and some of the chapters I've been reading. You know, we didn't, we don't have, do we have anybody quite, I don't know if we have those kinds of personalities anymore. Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper is a personality. Man, I mean, they're trying to stamp it down, but he's yeah. a personality. You know what? You're, you're on Javier Baez. Don't you think he's a nice personality yeah. out there? Yeah. I mean, Mickey's yeah. got, a, Mickey, Adrian Beltre both have, I was Andrus. Oh, Beltre's fantastic. They're all, they, yeah. I mean, there, there are definitely people that have a lot of, you know, Bell Hraboski. <laughs> that was H R A, right? Wasn't it? Well, H R A. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Mark Fidrich. There's your guy. Oh, the bird. We lost him. Lost him yeah, early. Yeah, we did. No. That documentary we're, on him is pretty good. Bring us yeah. down, man. Sorry. Well, we don't have that game, so I got to do. I got to fail in some way. <laughs> so, as were you? So, even though you're not a Cubs fan, were you? Feeling like the adrenaline of watching oh, that game, hundred percent, hundred percent, and mainly it, 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 the White Sox when we, in two thousand five, this didn't happen. We just trampled, yeah, yeah. And so to have these going back and forth and like, oh, it doesn't. Although we had that one, you know, the one other when Jeff Blum hit the home run, we had that game where it was like, look, oh, who the hell's going to win this one? The tension, uh, but yeah, last night was like, oh, God, oh, it would have been fun to watch it with a couple of buddies. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> if there's one thing we don't want you to have, it's fun. Yeah, well, confirmed. Uh, uh, so how many? Oliver came running in. Mommy asks if you can please keep it. Down. Oh, <laughs> oh <my> no. Because <laughs> he was going to bed. So she wouldn't sure. even do it. She enlisted Sent your the child. son. No. Sent the child. She was right. I mean, I was. he was going to bed. Were you screaming? Weren't you? You were, yeah, you were. You absolutely. You were, you were bouncing up and I was down. Was you I were, screaming? no, you were definitely there. There were some, some. I clapped. You clapped very loudly. I don't remember. I, I remember at one point Oliver was making fun of me because I, I've got, uh, 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 sit down. I yell, sit down, a lot when they strike out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then get out when it. It could be a pop up to the shortstop, and I'm that idiot. Get out. Get out. <laughs> That's what they hear. <laughs> I will tell you that in in that debacle of Game Four, there were at least two or three balls that, and the, if the night before when yeah. the wind was blowing out, would have absolutely been sure. home runs for the Cubs. But the like, same no for question. the Indians, though, yeah. in that regard, right? In that same game, though, in Game Four, I, the, where they were hitting balls that I don't, I feel like they weren't that. No, no, no. There was like a couple balls that, like, there was a Zobras ball for sure that was to the. Oh, deepest, there's no question. Like it would have been gone, you know, the night before. It's just one of those weird. I things also think. Know. What do you guys think about this? As far as baseball changing the rules go, if you. Uh, even if it's a foul ball, if you hit it out of the park, <laughs> the entire stadium, it's a home run. I think if you if you leave the actual building and maybe damage a vehicle driving past, ooh, home run. All right. If you damage a vehicle ooh. driving past, that's what I will be. Yes. If you can actually hit a vehicle. It's the stupidest rule I've ever. Of course it is. <laughs> that's dumb. 
But that one that Rizzo hit was like, oh my God, that thing's still sailing. It's like, nope, foul ball. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. All right. I so love one baseball. more question now. No, you guys please. love baseball. Here's my last question. Let's pretend that they do go to that netting thing that you spoke of earlier. Yes. And they connect. What would, it, would it connect with the foul pole? Well, would, as would, of would now, it, would, would they're it talking. Would be like arena? Well, the, the first step right now is just to have it extend beyond the dugouts. Right. So uh, I think like DC's got it. Kansas City's got it. There's, okay, there's a handful mind. of that. But I'm sure that, that you know. In the, these overprotective times. It's yes. Going to, within the next couple of years, it will become just a, we're just going to have the netting all around the entire So what thing. if the ball hits the netting and, and then careens back in? If it's in the well, no, because the, it would have yeah. come in contact with something. Because yeah. I was going to say, if if it if it naturally comes back, it would be like if it just curved back, it'd be a home run. But no, I think as soon as it hits a, a an it's object, a it's yeah. a dead ball. It's a foul ball. Very good. Um, although that would be, it's like, well, I feel like I may make a reference that neither one of you are going to get. Oh boy! Do you know Blurns Ball? You don't. You don't watch Futurama. Thank you for your time. I'm an I'm, <laughs> I'm a I'm a young man. It's a Futurama reference. There's there's this Blurns Ball thing where a ball is on a string, and it's the three the year three thousand version of baseball, and it's a lot of this just nonsense of just kind of wackiness pinball type stuff. And ultimately, I know I'm being an idiot. But that's what worries me is this with all these incremental little changes that eventually you're an idiot. A hundred, a <laughs> hundred years from now when I'm long dead. But you're dead. Who cares? Because the game that I love, I want it to continue for my children and their children's children and their children's Renish children's children. Never finding love. That is <laughs> let that, that part of it go. You know what? Of you're everything not. we've said today, that is the most accurate statement I think you've said. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's how we'll end the podcast wow. is with my darkness. sad oh. pathetic future wow Hello, darkness. darkness my old friend <laughs> do we have the rights for that do we have the rights for that, oh, oh, my, that, that, that version of it 100 percent. yes i don't think i was anywhere near it <laughs> sure <laughs> well is there anything else that you i mean how many games did you get to this year not a lot not a lot. But you did go to an LCS game. That's really cool. Yeah, I had tickets for two of them. I only made it to one. Yeah, that's and cool. And then I went to the game with you, mm -hmm. and then I went to a white. I only went to three this year. Wow. It was a rough year. I had a busy summer, so I was... Uh, well, good for you, It was man. rough to get to. And also, when your son has zero interest... I'm telling you, I'm, it's going to happen. Oh, He's, I'm, I'm going to find the in. I'm going to find the in. I'm telling you, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out what it is about the game that he enjoys. And it, it's something. There's always something about the game. It may not be the most obvious thing, but there's always some silly, stupid part of it that can bring he somebody He wants in. robot umpires. <laughs> and, and, and he really wants robot umpires. Like an actual robot. Yeah, because he wanted an android. Robot, yeah. yeah, exactly. Walking around the that field and whatnot. Yeah. That is a strike. You know what? There you go. That I'm fine with. If you physically replace the home plate umpires with, with, with an android, with an absolute walking, talking android, then I am absolutely for it. But that's mm -hmm. the only way. That was not a check swing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So I think that's going to have to do it because we've got another uh, podcast to record here pretty yeah. soon. So everybody make sure that uh, we'll be releasing this probably in the same day that Never Not Funny uh, releases. So make sure that you jump over there and listen to uh, that wonderful mm. program. Uh, oh, what happened? What's I, happened I just I crossed my leg and then I took my shoe back and I got schmuckas on my pants. <laughs> Schmuckers. Really I was waiting satisfies. for you to say that. <laughs> Schmuckers, really? You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you, Mr. Rap. Yeah, you know, I, so we we have time stamped the hell out of this episode so people know exactly when we've recorded this. You so know. I will say, we, I, I, you know, let's let's one more game. We're doing this one game at a time. Game six is tomorrow night. We'll be watching it. I don't know what this guy over here is doing. He's got some more important things to do, apparently. I don't know. What, this is kind of offensive to me that he would miss such an important game and so a historic so game. Uh, saying. 
the 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 I believe the I'm inviting him. It's not even at my place that we're gonna be watching this. So, but I'm I'm. I thought you were going back to New York. Uh, tomorrow night, Red Eye. So I will watch the game and then, and then get on the plane. Yes, get out of this wonderful town. <laughs> that's that's you leaving. <laughs> so, game it's like an old Walt Disney cartoon, where you know. He's whistling the whole time. Yeah, you know yeah. What, what was his name back then, though? It Steamboat, wasn't Mickey Mouse. Steamboat Steam Willie? No. Was it Steamboat Willie? Steamboat Charlie? What was his name, Mickey Mouse, before he Steamboat was... Steamboat Jimmy Pardo? Yeah. It may have been Steamboat Willie, actually. Because he, he, he had Steamboat a Steamboat, Willie. and he yeah. was whistling, yeah. and he was doing that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll stop. Go. It's Finish it. Close it. So, good luck to you, sir. Yes, good luck. Um... For those of you listening right now, we are, are, are going to be doing something a little bit different. So we are going to have uh, one or two more episodes left uh, this season of uh, the Clubhouse podcast. But And I mean that as the season of the Clubhouse podcast. But we are going to be taking a little bit of a break just with Anthony and I's uh, travel schedule and whatnot. It's going to be a little bit difficult to come out with uh, these wonderful episodes week after week after week. So do me a favor and uh, please click on that subscribe button in iTunes and tell as many of your friends as possible because we've got a lot of great archived episodes, two of them with Mr. Jimmy Pardo that you're going to all listen to where you can listen to him play that wonderful trivia game that he alluded to and he just did fantastic in it. Nope. I'm going to raise those expectations. He He's the reason we don't do anymore because he was just too damn good. Who was the best? Was it Proops? Oh, without Proops. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. He annihilated it. Yeah. It was embarrassing. I mean, like within a half a second probably he answered really? the yeah. question. Yeah. I mean, Maxwell Glick yeah. uh, got all yeah. full right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Max had, to, Max had to dig deep. He had Proofs to dig, was uh, like it was he, there. It but was no, tip Proofs of tongue. is, tip of yeah, tongue. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. when half the question was out, it was, it, it, he came out and said the answer. That guy is is ludicrous. He's, yes. Uh, but so, yeah, so so subscribe, uh, follow us on at uh, Clubhouse Pod. He's not in any way adverse to answering those questions. Excuse me, will really? you let me please tell people? Really? <laughs> So yeah, so we are going to be taking the off-season off, um, but like I said, there's great archived episodes that you can go back and listen to. We got John Hamm, we got Greg Proops, we got Sarah Colonna, we oh, got... You're welcome. That's why I said all of them, I'm because kidding. Mr. Pardo helped us get all of the nice people. Man. But we also have Mackenzie Aston, we have uh, uh, Hal Morris, we have uh, Charles Sheeler, just a lot of really, really great, great, great episodes for you to listen to. So please, please, please subscribe. We will be back uh, in April of, of uh, 2017 and with a whole new lineup of, of fantastic- Springs Eternal. Wonderful guests. Hopefully we'll be raising the, the bejeweled W. Come on. Don't jinx- I said hopefully. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Excuse me? What'd you just say to me? What? What'd you just say to me? I love baseball. This one over here. No, I don't that believe in jinxes. <laughs> I, don't be I don't believe in jinxes. I don't believe in jinxes. Thank you, Jimmy, so much for listening. He is Thank you for having up. me. Thank you all so much for listening. See you next time here in the Clubhouse. The home base for the Clubhouse podcast is the Bergino Baseball Clubhouse located at 67 East 11th Street in New York City. Seriously, folks, this is without a doubt my favorite baseball spot in the country. From the baseball-inspired artwork on the walls to the one-of-a-kind memorabilia for sale and the amazing baseball fans that are just hanging out on the bleachers inside the store, this place is the best. If you can't make it into Bergino's in person, please visit Bergino.com and pick up a gift for your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, really anybody in your life, or even just yourself. If you can make it in, make sure you mention the podcast and you'll get a free bag tag with any purchase. You can follow Anthony and I individually at RoundingThirdMJ for me and at AlbinoKid for Anthony. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.